The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Pleased to meet you. Oh, good song. Thank you for listening, calling, and participating in today's show. MJ Trivia was fun. Thanks, everybody. Thanks to Trey Mancini of the Cubs, Mike North with the bonus play, and our producers today, Eric Ostrowski and Charlie Bevins. Job well done, as always. Black and Abdallah were uh, in for Greeny, so Tyler's going to be on tonight, 6 to 8, and then odds couple after that from 8 to 9, but the podcast is ready and waiting on the app. And Waddle and Sylvie are here. It's Waddle so, and Meller again on yeah. this Friday. So, Niagara- Bucking and rolling. No, no, no. Mount St. Mary's. Rockin' and Rockin' and said Mount St. Mary's. Mount St. Mary's over Niagara. Niagara. Lansy's not happy. Our friend Jeff Lansy's not happy. Niagara he played in Niagara. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, Blanzy played, played in Niagara. Yes, he did. He played against Barkley in college. Well, he, I, he told me to start. And they were making fun of him in warm-ups. Yeah, because making fun of Barkley. Yes, yes they were because of his because of the, the way he made this and, and he dropped forty on him. Yeah, I was going to say. And they, they, said, they said by halftime they yeah. said, "Oh, oh," yeah, and they stopped making fun of him. <laughs> right. This was before uh, social media. <laughs> this clips. was before yeah, exactly. <laughs> they yeah. made a mistake here. Yeah, like uh, we screwed that one up. Yeah, yeah, but Blanzy will tell you the story. Who's yeah. the tubby guy playing center? Yeah, they're making fun of kicking Barclay. our ass. Exactly. The best is the Barkley Dirk story. It's so much better than Cap's Dirk story. It's not even. Which funny. one is that? About how they were overseas, you know, like in '96 or '97, and it was Michael, Scotty, Barkley, and they're and 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 Dirk was destroying Scotty, and Barkley said, "Dude, who are you?" And he's like, "You got to come to Auburn." He goes, "No, I got to go in the army." He goes, "You can't go in the army. You're seven feet tall." He goes, I'm going to call Nike. We'll give you anything you want. Yeah. You come, you're going to come play at Auburn. It's a great story. They told that is that. good. It's hilarious. That's fantastic. All right, Waddle and Meller are here to get you home on this Four Friday. Four hours of celebrating a 60-year-old man's birthday. Well, listen. He's, you he, celebrate. He's a great... He's a great. Uh, great listen, basketball celebrate player. the way you want. We, you we celebrated the... We life. had fun. We, we, the we did a little trivia... We played some highlights. We played some good times. You know, we had a good we, time. We know who was the gambler that cut the thumb? I mean, right, we yes, didn't yeah, ask yeah. that question. We, we, Johnny, I was going why are you to wearing shoes? It, it was the tiebreaker. Why are you wearing shorts? Um, well, I made a bad choice this you morning. You did. You did. I rolled out of bed and threw the shorts on. Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I drew them on. chilly. No socks either with the shoes. No socks Is, at any At what point do, would you go back into the house and change? Like, if you stepped outside... I've done that. I did you? that. I've done that this year. I okay. said, okay, no, you, you're it's being... a little ra- too cold? I said, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> so I told myself, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh, like you got... Like in, he, no, I got walked outside, outside uh, went to the car, started the like car, his, walked back in, I put I some put jeans on. How close were you to doing I that said, today? I wasn't at all. Today no. wasn't bad today at all. Is it because the sun was out? Out by me, the sun was out. It was rather warming. 26 degrees right now. I got downtown. Yeah, and then it was whipping a little bit, a little yeah. bit of whipping coming out. And fortunately for me, on a cold, wintry days, you could use that side door. Yes, and I ducked in real quick, and I said, "I told the guy, it's a bad mistake wearing shorts today. <laughs> Big mistake." It's all right. No, okay. tomorrow it's back up, to, back up to you, forty-four tomorrow. Will, when you go like home, the, when I you go out shovel. tonight, will you be wearing shorts? Yes, but I didn't even shovel. Do you know that? No, I didn't. No, you, yeah. not, you know, I know. Sun comes out. First, there wasn't enough by me. We got about we got about four plus right. inches. We, we got less than that, that. less than that, and yep. the and the sun will be out tomorrow. We got four and inches. It'll melt it all. It'll melt yeah. everything. I don't even have to worry about See, it. This is to be the third straight weekend, you guys. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, forty four, fifty one on Sunday. 
third straight weekend, we're going to have temperatures in the it. 40s and 50s. Love it. In February. Love it. Love it. Fantastic. It's, it's fantastic. fantastic. Will, will you guys be uh, intently watching the NBA All-Star Festivity? I mean, I tell you what, I didn't no. even hear one of the guys. I, I, well, you can I hear the All-Star game right here on ESPN 1000 Sunday. I forgot that it was this weekend and Mac so, like McClung. late in last night's game. Mac McClung. I never heard of him. He's in the G League, right? He's in the G League. If I had to bet on it, I'd probably go Jericho Sims because I think he's like the most athletic out are of you, all of those Are guys. you actually predicting no. who's going to win the... Uh... I, I, well, I said, if, I'm, if you're looking for a wager, I'd probably bet... I don't even know what the odds are. I'd bet Jericho Sims because I think he's like the most... Well, he's probably like, your favorite then, no? Well, I don't if, know. I haven't if, even if, seen us. At this point, if you're, if, you're, if you're gambling on that... Yesterday, he went from... was the favorite? He went from like plus 450 to plus 150 in the span of like hours when Listen, uh, Shaden Sharp dropped out. Can you get me an 800 number for... for well, you would guy? think you're not going to ask a G-Layer who's not going to give you something. He's six foot two, though. I mean, no, he's... I've seen But see, that's what's important. Like... When you've got a six foot ten guy, not as impressive. It doesn't look good. Dunking a basketball, yeah, like I'm not impressed. It's, yeah. but, but but Sims is like he's he Spud Webb. No 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 no. He's a bigger guy. No, I'm saying when if oh, when oh, Spud yeah, Webb is dunking, I'll watch. He's five seven. What is he? Five six. Five seven. I think. Five seven for Spud Webb. But yeah. Sims is like That's impressive. He's I, I don't know how I'm trying to describe it. Like Sims looks graceful when he's in the air. If you ask me. I, so that, that I, that's why I think, like aesthetically, like one of the Bulls players. Nah, not quite. I don't know. That, he looks the best out of all those guys. Will you watch? I don't know Max McClung. Will you, are you going to watch? No, I'll maybe check out the three point contest. Listen, a when, bit. The, when the when the game was East versus West All Stars back in the day, I found myself compelled. Mm. Found myself compelled. Look at this guy. This guy's the owner of the the Jazz. Damn. That's he, the he, owner of the Jazz. Yeah, he looks like he looks like he should be in it's a like a young band. kid. That looks yeah. like the Slumdog Millionaire. Jazz owner and it founder. Does. Remember it's our Flem Dog. It looks it's like Flem Dog. It looks like one of our old interns. I thought that was the Flem Dog Millionaire. It does look like Flem Dog. The guy that just bought the Suns is a young guy as well. Yeah, he is younger. He's still younger. He's in his forties. He's in his forties. That's well, Matt, be Ish, a billionaire Ishbia. in your forties. Oh Ishbia. God, God bless. Yeah. Well, he, he looks was, forty years younger with that hat backwards. <laughs> You're Colin Coward, aren't yeah, you? He's pulling <laughs> off. He's pulling off. He's going young. Yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe the hairline's receding, Johnny, and he's trying maybe. to hide. Maybe. It looks like he's got a halfway decent crop under. I there. don't ever see you wear a hat. Not no more. I used to wear a hat all really? the time. Yeah, I used to be I a wear big them on hat weekends. Guy. I wear hats like all yeah. weekends. I, I had, to work my ex mother in law, my ex mother in law, sweet woman that she was, she told me one she day, gone? she goes, You got beautiful oh. eyes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful eyes. You do it. She goes, But you wear a hat. He goes, You wear a hat all the time. I can't see your eyes. I said, You know what? For you, boom. For you, Never wore a hat after that again. Sweetie. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you in a hat. You know that? I don't think I have. It was the early 2000s. It's probably the last time I had a hat. I can see you in a yeah. Cowboy hat, maybe. I'd be all And that. nothing else. I would be that. Yeah. Well, see Johnny, a cowboy that. hat, a nothing sight. else. I don't know if I want to see that, but I would love to I don't to think see anybody it. wants to see that if the lights aren't off. You know what I'm saying? Maybe no, a no. Johnny in a cowboy wants to hat see me. A I, I can promise you this. Nobody, okay, wants to see me naked. No. It's not a pleasant sight. No. I know what I look like naked. Yeah. Hey. Well, you're okay with it. Turn the lights off. Turn the lights off. Turn the lights off. Know your role. You and know, put a clothespin you, on your nose. You know it. Oh. Why is that? <laughs> or did you have smells? Scent. 
Yeah. Really? Natural oh, odors from the really? emanating from the body. Yes. Right? Like what? Natural. What is the scent? What is the scent? Is it only when your clothes are off that your scent starts to come out of your pores? That's the pheromones. That makes you all man. What are you talking about? Limburger and rotting flesh. Maybe it's not pheromones. Yeah. No, that's not. Limburger and rotting flesh. Can you put that two together and get a scent? Probably I, I, not. I can't remember the last time I smelled rotting flesh. You smell no. like anesthesia. How about Limburger? You knock the ladies Limburger. out. I haven't smelled Limburger in a while. It wasn't a I don't think I've ever had Limburger cheese. Ah. Oh, you're making a mistake. Yurko's got the Kavorka, though. He's got the lure of, of the animal. He does. Oh, the lure of the animal. That's the good keep going. You guys know that I'm a, yeah, theoretically I'm a taken man. You guys know that. Uh, I, I know, Come on. You know. Theoretically. I mean, <laughs> In theory. <laughs> does she subscribe to the same theory that it's, it's not know, a sight to be there's seen when you're naked? There's a young lady that I date. She's stronger. She's the strongest. She, she's the strongest woman I've ever she, met. <laughs> she likes seeing you naked. What are you talking about? She's the strongest, the strongest woman, woman I've ever met. She's nice. You're full of it. She likes seeing you naked. I know it. I, I see her as she approaches the good kid. As she approaches the beast. I see her shaking it off, you know? Shaking it off. She's like, oh, I'm shaking it off. You're so full She's of it. She's coming at me. She's got fixed vapor rubbing her nostrils. <laughs> She's like, like in Silence like of the Lambs. Like like the 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 lambs. <laughs> they're doing the they, autopsy. They're doing the autopsy. They got to put the, the, the like mix on. Like a corner approaching the beast. <laughs> You're full of it, dude. Johnny's laying so on cool. his side on the bed with They're a cowboy so hat on good. and a suggestive oh pose. God, like the, such an Burt exaggerator. Hey, Burt Reynolds pose from the 70s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, oh, that oh, you're yeah. not. I will agree. Only, that you're not. Only yeah. much hairier. That, that you are not. Yeah. You can't be hairier than Burt Reynolds. Dude, that is. Oh, my heavens. But are you hairier than Burt like Reynolds? a grizzly bear. He's not that hairy. Like I'm waiting he's, for, he's gone I'm now. waiting for Jim Mercer to jump on my back and take him. Okay, by the way, we got to talk about that. That we mis- we mis- misrepresented we that. We had no idea. No, we no, just, yeah, that was a we just thought, taxidermied bear. Oh. We just thought, because it was Jim Mercer. We figured no. it was the oh, 60s. Comedy. That's comedy we, right we, there. I just gave you five minutes of comedy, Charlie. We figured it was the 60s. It was a yeah. real bear. No. Yes. And we were like, yes. Lincoln Park Zoo. Well, yeah, back probably. in the 60s, you might be That's right. That's the point. Yeah, you might right, be right. You should just chuck kids on no, bears. Mike said, no, but Mike said it was a stuffed bear. Mike said that. And they're probably about the same age. I'm guessing Mike they're and saying, Jim, yeah. I'm Mike guessing Arthur. they're about the same uh, age. Ursay's about 64. Okay, Mike's... No, Ursay's older oh, than... No, are you serious? yesterday, guys. Wow. Ooh. I looked up Jimmy Ursay yesterday. He's a good look at 64. And he's I, gotten everything out of that 64 I, no years. to Jim. And I think... 63! Okay, and, 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 well, yeah. how old's Mike? Mike's probably... Well, Mike's a little bit older than that. 70? I'm guessing Mike's 70, right? Check the old Google But Mike said, and that's why he went and when he saw the tweet, he put that picture of him yes. out because that's what the key said. That's what we used to do. They'd, they'd take the boss of the train down to Lincoln Park Zoo and every time you went, you wanted to get a picture at the front with the bear. Right. Oh, I got Yeah. Bears. Okay. Oh, Mike won't have the age on there. By the way, Blanzy was listed and he goes, you're right yeah, about 52. 1952. So my, Mikey's, uh, Mikey's 70, 70, 71. Bar- 71. So when Blanzy was at Niagara, he played him. Barkley was a freshman. They didn't know who he was. He had 44. Dropped 44 on him. And, 44. And did Barkley left quickly, didn't he? How long was he there? So, so two years? Two years? Yeah, I think I'm guessing Barkley was there for two years. Yeah. That's your plan. Jeff Charles probably Park. left for the NBA after his sophomore year as well, he right? Wishes. He wishes he left for the NBA. I wish I could have played in Niagara. Blanzy's a pretty good athlete. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, uh, so Mike said it's a, it's a bear that used to be there. The bear passed, I guess. They 
They stuffed the bear. Okay, that makes more sense. Makes a lot more sense. Miller and I were fully convinced. We just assumed that, that was, that was a real bear. Chimersay was well, on you, the back of a live bear. You remember, though, like through the ages, there's always, I feel like there's always something that when you came downtown with your parents. You had to do. You know, and, and I was, Mellor and I were joking when we were kids. You, everybody, you went to the art museum and you had to take a picture by the lions. You now it's the bean. The, now it's the bean. Yeah. Tommy, you're right. So they're like. It was the bear at Lincoln Park Zoo, then for us it was the, the lions, and now it's the bean, and in 10 years it'll be something else. That everybody's got to come down and take a picture. What are you coming down for, Mellor? What are you bringing the kids down Yeah, I'm down just trying for? to think, think that. Right now? Hmm. Maybe you ride Probably on the divvy the bikes or something? I don't know. On the, yeah, on we, the... No. The lakefront. I mean, you could grab a divvy bike, but I don't think we're going out of our way to take no, pictures with a divvy bike. The kids take the divvy bikes to go to the beans. When's the last time you were even riding a bike? Uh, in the summer when the yeah. weather's nice. Yeah. Go out for a bike ride? Mm-hmm. Johnny, you go for bike rides? Oh yeah, I love bi- riding bicycles. Yes, I want to ride my. I'm bicycle. getting. I'm getting one of those. Uh, I'm getting one of those uh, ten speeds Vespas. I have a Vespa, Vespa, but it's a it, Segway. Makes them. Segway or... makes a, an electric one. Yeah, yeah motorized. Yeah. Segway. Segway's got a new one out. It's a bit of a cop out. You know that you're, you're white, bike, nerdy. Why? But I like it. You kind of cruise around. Dude, I got a Vespa that my daughter had snows. down in Nashville. We brought it back. I ride it around the neighborhood. That's what I'm saying. Dude, that thing. I get that thing up to thirty mile an hour. I, I'm getting one for the neighborhood. <laughs> What kind of trips are you making around the neighborhood? Just the back and forth down, down the street. Back. House calls. House calls. House calls. Nah, they don't you go running for the hills like they do. Really now that I'm a minister, kid, now that I'm a minister, I can do that. You know, go over and let's say a couple of prayers. I know you could. Throw a blessing or two. Are you, you know, like when, Rocky, like when Rocky went over into the church, so can you throw me a prayer? Oh, you know, yeah. a blessing before I go how to do the you fight? Th- how do you throw a prayer? How do you throw uh, a blessing? And then I throw a little laugh out there. Yeah. Is there any word? Is there any meaning to any word you just said None. there? None. No. I think it's a hippopotamus. <laughs> you do too. That's what I wanted to know. Is it, what does hippopotamus mean as you're giving a blessing? It's Latin. Uh, it's probably offensive. Yeah. No. Yeah, it might be. It's Latin for next big, week. Big, uh, the Lenten big, season in the name of too. Pedro. Uh, but, hey, what are you giving up, Carl? No, 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 nothing. Nothing. Listen, I'm not religious enough. What are you going to do, Carl? Listen, I'm going what? to a steak dinner potentially no. on Wednesday, Wednesday at Swift and Sons. Yeah, and and, and, and well, I thought you said Alenia. No, Swift and Sons. Oh, do you want to go to that? Well, I saw you put the invitation. You out never there. responded to well, me. I haven't responded yet because I got to contemplate it. You know, I, Wednesday means I got to stay. I, I can't wear shorts. I, I got to get dressed up. It's a whole big to do. I think it's almost sold out. But as somebody was yeah. alerted to me, they're doing a Wagyu steak night at Swift and Sons Ooh, next really? Wednesday. Yes, Man. everything. It's like a five course tasting menu with everything Beautiful. is a different part how much, of Wagyu. How much does that run you? I don't want to say the hundo. price. Yeah, it's a couple hundred. Yeah, but I, it looks listen, awesome. Listen, if you're a foodie, I get it. I, I, I said to you, do you want to go? What are the wine pairings? That I don't know. I can find out probably. I want to know. Do they give you paddles? No, they don't. Red and green? <laughs> just keep it no, coming? They don't give you paddles? This is a Swift and Sons. I got it, Swift but I just wondered. Well, that, you know, did you hear, Charlie, that's what he did for Valentine's Day. Yeah. What did he do? I didn't hear that. Charlie, Charlie went took to his, Fogo his, to show. his lady out to Fogo. Well, that's yeah. nice. I'm bad. Oh, yeah. It, listen, it's nice. We thought it was an interesting choice. He goes like this to her. He, he goes, he goes watch this. Hey, no, watch no. this. And boom, they came out the Americanos or whatever dude, they're called. Dude, I told him when he was working here, shows. he was doing our show, I said, run home and have your, your romance you before you go yeah, to dinner. That's the danger. We got the, the update yesterday around 5.30, direct quote from Charlie. 
It was an intense amount of meat. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. And you, yeah, That's you, right she about said. That. you better get amore beforehand because there's yes, none. After I told him. Rush home. We, we tried to give him. We yeah. wore yeah. Then, it. Was, then they went to dinner. <laughs> an intense yeah, amount of meat. <laughs> it was an Dirk intense. Dirk was on fire today. Right here. Charlie, where is Charlie? No more meat. Charlie went upstairs. Imagine that in the bedroom. You You're going to start opening. You're going to start opening for Charlie at Zane's. Oh, yeah. What are these? Johnny's yeah. got, you got their lights, but the red light don't work. Oh, my It's God. only green. You're too hard on yourself. You're, you're, you're oh, no, self-deprecating. Just, it's humor. I know it is. Trust me. When I'm out, the I'm, ladies, the, co- the, I'm the, the cock of the walk. The, the, I know. Yeah. And the ladies go nuts when they when see When I walk in there, it's like Travolta walking into the discotheque. Don't pretend. Yeah, exactly. Here's your But I got to, you know. I gotta, I gotta keep them all off. You know, I gotta, I gotta keep them off. You know how impossible it is to make myself feel not attractive. Johnny's here. Johnny's here. Johnny's here. Good luck. Take I can think of somebody in the Twitch chat that I'd like to see you naked too. Oh, oh really? I can what imagine. happened? I can think of somebody. Oh boy! I think they frown upon Carmen Carcino right? in Riverside. Real? I'm sure. <laughs> He's like, I, I think he told us that last time yeah, we saw him out. Think, I think Carmen earlier in the day we we're talking about the Terrapins. He goes, everybody loves Maryland. I said, are you sure? Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, can you believe Maryland storming the court? You beat the number three team in the country. This guy was I'm the old man yelling at the clouds. I guess, but like. What are you? You're beating the number. Tyler texted me and said, "This can't be right, Tyler. The last yeah, eight times, last eight road games that they've lost. The teams are still. Who was Purdue? John Wooden in the '60s, <laughs> UCLA. All of a sudden, I don't understand. Purdue. I mean, <laughs> let, them what? Get, let them get their celebration on. Come on. I don't want to besmirch go. the good hey. name of Purdue University. And Gracie whoa. goes there. My great friends, Pac and Ann yeah. and Keith Lukes and uh, Brock Conley and sure. many others went to Purdue. Love Purdue. But come on. Hold We're on storming now. the court when you beat Hold Purdue. On. Tyler McKee, tell them the, tell them the stat about yeah. Purdue. That's what I just they said. Just, uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> the last eight. Road it's games. unbelievable. The last eight road I, games. That's, I don't understand it. I don't know if you, you know. I don't know if you heard the last eight Tyler, road tell games. Him. <laughs> tell him, Tyler. Tell him, Tyler. Tell him that. You want to get Yerk? <laughs> tell him again, Tyler. Yerk too busy. He's too busy working on his material. <laughs> He's getting ready for open mic. Uh, yeah. Dude, you should do a set on the anniversary uh, show. Oh, How would you open up your comedy five set? Minutes. The last, I, I always open up with my beautiful joke that I told at the, fo- the, the football convention. The best. About the youngster going down with some chicken wire it's and the, some duct tape. Don't, don't, don't even. Go, yeah, I'm don't, not going past save that. It for the, save yeah. it for anybody who's never. I've heard, heard that. Oh, it's the you've best. heard it. You, you've heard I'm it. I'm pretty sure Have you I? were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told it a couple. Just uh, an old man whittling on the in his I, chair, rocking chair I, on the on the porch. Young kid come walking down. I told oh, yeah. it to the. Is it better Francis. than what is it? Your Superman? I think I could tell it on um, the air. I think I could tell it on the air. Equally as good. But there's overly sensitive people in the world that might be offended. You it's know. such a great joke. You look at them joke. and said, "Boo!" It's be such, offended. It's so. Such a great joke. Yeah, you got to be careful nowadays. And I did. I prefaced it by saying, "I said nobody." I said, when I told it, I said, nobody tape this. Please don't get me canceled or anything. And it's not that bad, really. But, just, you know, you never know these days. But if you have to, mm-hmm. if you have Arm's to send out jokes, that. too. But I, well, I won't tell the Superman anymore. Why? I, I still know, forget yeah. it. You told it to me the first time in Boston. We were right? in the cab. We were remember? in the cab. Yeah. Dead silence. I still forget yeah. it. Coming home from a bar. Yeah. In we were a cab. coming from the north end, right? We were coming from the north end. And I just I just went right into it. And, yeah. and Waddle almost fell out of the car. I mean, he was dying. The whole cab erupts in laughter. <laughs> There's no better feeling in the world than to have a joke actually oh, hit its destination. It's the is it? Yeah, like when it hits people uh, and people are roaring, it's like yes, it's so good. You feel very proud. It's yes. like in, in London. Yeah, in back. London, we did it too. I you told one of Harry's jokes. 
<laughs> One of Harry's jokes been bombing for 30 years. The whole bus erupted in laughter. Yeah. It was fantastic. Sometimes you just need to know your audience. You just right. need the right audience. And then Harry's looking at, at, at Carmen, and Carmen relayed the story to me like, Wow. Why? Why is it funny when he says it? He did nothing special there. Uh, This has been a fantastic crosstalk, Jeremy. What is Every um, time I get a chance to spend time with you fellas. Oh, you're killing me. Fantastic, Tommy. You're killing me. Well, higher on the inner thigh there if you want to make magic happen. (laughs) Now you're covering up. You you asked for it, then you cover up. I know. I know. What's coming up on the show today, boys? Oh, I don't know. I guess we got a big birthday we have to celebrate. We've been ordered to spend four hours celebrating Michael Jordan's birthday we will uh, resist that, that order one one question for you how many scoring titles did michael jordan win carm you can't answer how many scoring titles did michael jordan win in his nba career go i would scoring titles say, i'll go seven i was gonna guess eight i'm gonna say nine ten it was ten, ten. all right we're, we're you're the one close. that told me it was ten. Oh, i did and then we counted oh. it and it was ten i thought it was nine okay I forgot. Yeah. Memory's starting to go. So uh, we will. Does that uh, account for a celebration? Please. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that, that, that's that, part that, of it. That that's meets the it. requirement yeah. for the two o'clock hour. Danny Zetterman is going to come down at three. The director of content and the biggest Michael Jordan sycophant we know. Yes. So he's going to help us celebrate at three. Nick Friedel is going to join us at four thirty. Help celebrate at four thirty. Nick Friedel yeah. got booed yesterday at the story. introductory press conference for Kevin Durant. So we're going to ask him about that. So great. Um, it's always talk. fun. Yes. Yes. Talks always around from now until the draft. Half uh, half the national pundits want to trade Justin Fields, so uh, we'll do that as well. And the quarterback carousel. Yeah. It's I going. It. I love so we'll, it. Lots of time. All right, boys. Smeller's in uh, for Sylvie. Waddle and Sylvia are next. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you Monday. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Uh, Happy Friday. Yes. The weekend is right around the corner. Friday night's coming your way very shortly. Big Bulls conversation to start the show, no? Uh, no. no that's we it. will talk some Bulls will a little we? bit later. Listen, you, lose, to, to you have a season, a season high, six-game losing streak headed into the All-Star break. We'll discuss them a little bit. I forgot I had something on my mind, and I just completely forgot it. Regarding a lot the of good jokes that were shared at the break, the last break. Ah, yes, everybody. Arms joke. Meller went into uh, went into stand up routine. I told, a, I told a joke. Jake told a great one. Yeah, I told a joke. I don't think I've told in a decade, and probably going to put it back in. Yeah, I'll put that one in back in the box for another yeah, decade now. Um, but nevertheless, that's what we do during the break. We keep it lively, yes. having fun. I'm yeah, Jeff Meller in for Sylvie today. <laughs> this is Waddle and Sylvie. We'll. Uh, Talk with our director of content, Danny Zetterman, at 3 o'clock. He is going to get us hyped, or attempt to get us you know, What we're excited. doing is we're, 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 we're going to pander to him because yes, he's, yes. he's panting upstairs about it being Michael Jordan's 60th birthday. I will say this. The most important thing about Michael's 60th birthday, mm-hmm. he made a $10 million donation to Make-A-Wish. That's awesome. Which is the largest... Donation. donation they've yep. ever received. And I believe it's a charity that he's worked with since he has, you know, been the greatest player on the planet. 
yeah. going back to his early time here in Chicago. So it's a great. That's way. the highlight of his 60th birthday to me. Him doing something like that. That is absolutely worth celebrating. You're right about that. So pretty cool news note that came across earlier in the week. Like you said, $10 million to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That is a cool way for Michael Jordan, a billionaire himself, to celebrate yes. his birthday. So, yeah, that is pretty cool. But we will also talk with Nick Friedel at 4.30, catch up with an old friend who we had not had on not too long ago. Sylvie was interrogating him about being the reason why the Friedel jinx yeah. that Sylvie believes exists. Looks like Nick is on his way to covering the Phoenix Suns going forward because Kevin Durant was moved off. He was booed yesterday at uh, the Kevin Durant introductory press conference by Kevin the fans. Durant wasn't. Nick was. Correct, correct. Yeah. Yes, yes. Have you missed it? How would you sum up your time in Brooklyn? How would you sum up your time in Brooklyn? Ah, that laugh, you knew it any, anywhere you hear it. Yes, Nick Friedel yesterday in Phoenix as he was uh, asking Kevin Durant about his time in Brooklyn to a fan base of about a 1,000 Suns fans who were there to greet him excitedly. So we'll check in with Nick at 4.30. We'll talk a little bit about the Bulls with him, the All-Star break, and what he sees. Uh, are the Suns the new favorite in the NBA now? I, I'm, I'm not lying. This is not for effect. I had completely forgotten that last night's game the Bulls played against the Milwaukee Bucks was the last game before the All-Star break, and I had forgotten that this weekend was the All-Star game. And again, like, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an NBA fan. I'm not, you know, yeah. the world's biggest NBA fan. I'm a Bulls fan, and I, I watch plenty of NBA. In fact, after the Bulls game, which was so horrible, yeah. I ended up watching 90% of the Clippers', Clippers yep. Suns game. Um, but I had forgotten, and it just takes you down memory lane. For me, you know, going back to being a teenager and then being a young adult, at when I, I mean, I think that's the time frame where I loved the East-West All-Star game, the NBA All-Star game. To me, it was the best. Like it was, I didn't even know what hockey was sure. growing up in Cincinnati. So that wasn't part of my landscape. Uh, the Major League Baseball, back in the day, All-Star game was very, very fun, too, for young kids. But like the NBA All-Star game was always something cool to me when the East was playing the West. The last few, last few years well, is just... It's been more than a few. I think they've been doing the uh, All-Star pickup thing for almost... What seventy years? And now? what are they doing now? Like the they've they've changed the way that they're drafting players. They're drafting the reserves first, so that nobody's feelings get hurt. Yeah, I think they've gone through it uh, one too many times now. Where the last person picked in the All Star draft always had hurt feelings, and so because of that, they are now big freaking deal. They have now selected the reserves first as opposed to the starting lineup. So yeah, I, although you would think. Being named an all-star would be enough of an accomplishment to combat the idea that anybody being picked last would be some sort of huge, you know, faux pas for the person who is being selected last. But you apparently would think, not. You would think. I Listen, I've not scheduled any time for the NBA product this weekend. I just haven't. I'm, maybe I'm in the minority here. I don't know. But it's lost its luster. Uh, the, the dunk contest was never... When I've always had this complaint, and Sylvie's always been mad about my perspective on this. I am not enamored with watching Dwight Howard put a Superman cape on and what? And a blindfold at six foot 11 and dunking a basketball. Fair. Give me you know what? Spud Webb 
or Muggsy Bogues. I don't think Bogues, Bogues ever Okay, could that's fair. But Spud Webber, give me someone, a six-foot-tall player. Yeah. That's what's D- exciting to me. D. Brown. D. Brown. When Derek used to be able to do the things that Derek was doing. Yes. Like, that is impressive to me. Anyone who's 6'9 or 6'10 or 6'11 that's in the dunk contest is, it doesn't, it's not, like, this is just for me. I, it wasn't. This is one point where we could actually celebrate Michael Jordan. The truth is that the bar that Jordan and Dominique set when they were doing the dunk David contest. David Thompson, was David Thompson in part I'm of I'm a little young, but David Thompson okay. was, I think, in the early 80s, right? Um, so I don't know, did they, I think Jordan might have competed against David oh, Thompson. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. they played, their times crossed. Yeah, so. Their but, crossed. like, that was the height of the slam dunk competition, I do believe. You, was, now you gotta, like, listen, God bless him, but you got a, you, you got a G League player. And But the hard part is, too, well, yeah, that, that it's certainly when the participants are no longer the stars of the league as well. I think that is the indicator that, hey, um, clearly this is not the event it once was. Well, the, Have the, they moved the, Tyler, do you know, because I don't think Waddle does, is, is the three-point competition now the last event, or is it still... Um, before the slam dunk kind of I'll take a look. Well, I, my, 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 my editorial was going to be, yeah. I do believe over the course of time, the three-point contest is actually taken center stage with regard to the ancillary stuff. Like, I think the three-point contest now is more popular than the dunk contest because you'll actually get certified stars in the NBA. I think, like, Jason Tatum is con- is, is going to compete in a three-point contest. Here, you want to hear the, the group? Yeah. Give, me the, give me the three-point contest participants, and then give me the slam-dunk participants, right. and you'll figure out why the attention has shifted. So to answer Miller's question, the dunk contest is still the finale of All-Star See, Weekend. This is where I think they missed the mark. Yeah. So here's the contestants in the three-point contest. You've got Damian Lillard, Lowry Markinen, Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, Kevin Herter, Buddy Heald, Tyler Hero, Tyrese Halliburton. There's some some qualified, you know, talent right there. Like that would that those would be all, something that would draw you to a television those, if you're a basketball fan. Those are all extremely recognizable names. Yes. Dunk contest. You've got Kenyon Martin Jr., Mac McClung, Jericho Sims, and Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy's a better three-point shooter than he is a dunker. That's all you need to know about what the dunk contest has become. His and there's only is- four? Four yes, there's only, there's only four. four yeah, mm-hmm. and his name is Trey Murphy the third too. By the way, all the more reason why he should be a three in the three point contest. Oh, that's good. Trey and his first name's and Trey. Trey. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Trey Murphy the third. He should definitely be in the three point competition. I. It's been going on. For, when did it? You know, when did they start the dunk competition in NBA All Star Weekend? Because obviously, it's been going on for as long as I, I've been alive. Uh, yeah, I don't do, know. Do you? I can't tell you the last time I watched an NBA dunk contest live. And I do think... I'll be out getting my drink on. To your point about kind of the NBA All-Star Weekend sneaking up on you, I think part of that, too, is because, of course, the NFL has extended a couple of weeks now over the last decade or so so they have you know 18 full weeks and then you've got you've still got the two weeks between right i'm still dealing with nfl separation anxiety at the moment so i can't i can't focus my attention on the the nba all-star week but i think part of it is like you know as we're all it's all consuming nfl that we talk about and watch and read about all season long it's now 
butt up right against the All-Star, like the following weekend. Oh, hey, by the way, here comes the All-Star weekend for the NBA, which you probably weren't aware about. So I think that's part of why it probably snuck up on you, well, as did I. Plus, um, my, my, my basketball buzz has been diminished by my favorite team's lack of quality play recently as well as they've lost six in a row and are currently seven under 500 which just happens to tie their low water mark of the season i believe so yeah my 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 nba buzz is is it's flickering right now it needs to be needs to be improved needs to be increased I don't know if that's going to happen. And I don't know if that's going to, if this uh, weekend will do it for you. But have people hey. finally come to the same conclusion that I have? That the right thing to do right now is to lose as many games, not yes. intentionally, as possible, and try to get even a, even Michael Wilbon, we converted him into somebody who believes that his favorite basketball team's best chance of, of becoming relevant again is for them to find themselves with the highest possible Percentage, percentage chance, chance of finishing in the top four. Yes. Um, and obviously, you, and then keeping their draft pick that correct. they sent to Orlando, Orlando in the Nikola Vucevic trade. And yeah, so they've won, they've lost six in a row. And again, they're 26 and 33. And they're still in the, they have the seventh worst record in the NBA. So they still have that 32% chance to land in the top four. But number five, here we come. As we outlined yesterday, very critical if they can just fall behind the Pacers and Magic because uh, they're not going to catch the worst four teams in the league. Those no. teams are so far beyond catchable at this point in the season. The Bulls probably, even if they lost the Rangers of their game, they might have a hard time. For refresh my memory, when the when the Bulls got the number one overall pick that resulted in Derrick Rose, weren't they like number nine? Yeah, they had the ninth worst odds in that lottery. I think it was like a 2% So chance. we've seen miracles happen before to resurrect our franchise. Absolutely. but this And it really is critical because at this point, uh, and when you listen to Zach Levine yesterday in the postgame, it doesn't, I mean, he seems like somebody who is doing everything he can to avoid any type of culpability for the situation. And when he's your max player, yeah. without DeMar DeRozan playing, you'd like to see him step up and accept some of the responsibility, but that was not the case in last night's postgame. You want your you want your max guy to have the personality of someone like like Jimmy. Yes. Yes. You know, a, a true, you know... This is on me. Yeah. We're going to get better. Yes. And I'm... And I'm I'm the alpha personality, the man who's turning 60 yeah. today, you know, that type of mentality. Like Correct. I look in the mirror first and see where we can get better. And then after that, we'll start looking around and seeing who else I can drag with me, but not necessarily point the fingers at others. And unfortunately, that's not the case. We, so, yeah, we'll uh, also uh, pick Nick's brain. I'm sure he'll have thoughts on what the Bulls situation currently is, because what if I mean, 42 percent like best case scenario, as we've painted. If they end up with the fifth worst record in the league, that would give them a 42.1% chance to land in the top four. I mean, that's not great. Well, uh, no, I mean, but it's, it's, it's my, my I, I believe it's the best of several bad options. Like, think about how depressing this Bulls season has been. If you told me there's a 42% chance that something good and maybe even good enough to turn around your, your yes. franchise, 42% chance of that happening, that's that, pretty, has got, that feels pretty optimistic. Yes, that to me is what... What it, that could be the greatest outcome of the remaining however many games they have is if, in fact, they find themselves with the fifth worst record in the NBA, which then would open yeah. the door more so for them to possibly get lucky and find an exit out of this 
this hell that that we find ourselves in, and they find themselves in. Boy, and if that, but if that forty two percent chance doesn't come in, uh, you know, and again, but uh, like, what does it matter? No, yeah. if it doesn't, I, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. What's the downside? You there, are where you were anyway. Yeah, no, and at this point, with six losses in a row, it seems like we're going in the wrong direction here. Correct. As a franchise, three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you'd like to discuss the Bulls, although we're going to shift gears uh, momentarily here, talk a little bit of football. Lots of people in the NFL. National media coming out of the woodwork, jumping on the train to trade Justin Fields. We'll discuss that. Let you hear from some of the experts coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. We've got a special Friday edition of Would You Rather. We were so busy on Tuesday, we decided to push it to later in the week. And so if you'd like to play Would You Rather today, we're going to be doing that in the, I think, 5 o'clock hour. Hit us up, hashtag WS, Would You Rather on Twitter. You can also send them to at Tyler Aki underscore and Jake Cantu as well. I just Uh, noticed that your t-shirt matches your jacket. Well, same, same brand. Same brand, yes. And you are a, an adult male matchy-matchy is outfit that a, Is that a thing? A matchy-matchy? No, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's like it's cool. So Is that a ski? It's a ski? Uh, it's out, it's out, outdoor, outerwear for the most, most part. Are you hot today? You got your t-shirt I on. am. I was are getting you? warm, so I figured You're I getting, would take You got a sweat okay? going? A little bit. Really? You're yes. all right? You feverish? No, I'm okay. feeling good. It just was a little warm in the uh, studio, right. so I decided Making to Making sure you're off, doing okay. Take off the fleece. Okay. That's a lot. I told you. Um, totally. You know what it is. I signed up for this brand, this particular brand's whatever their text service. Right. Hey, yes. Let me know when you got good deals going on. So now they text me twice a day. You find yourself, and every once in a while, if they hit me at the right moment, impulse buy. There you go. And it's a comfortable brand, so I keep uh, well done. I well keep, done. They, you know, keep making comfortable stuff. I'll probably keep buying your product. Right? Sounds good. So, yeah, that is why I'm all matchy-matchy, as you like to say. Yep. All right, so, uh, yeah, and also send those uh, would-you-rathers to us. We will <laughs> unveil those at about 5.30 today. Okay, so, yet again, another NFL insider weighs in and discusses the possibility of the Bears trading Justin Fields. This morning, it was Mike Tannenbaum on Get Up. In the last two years, Justin Fields has 140 sacks, fumbles, and interceptions. He's only played in 27 games and leads the NFL in those categories. That's not to say that he can't get better, because I believe he will, but his proclivities of turning the ball over is a concern. I've scouted Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young's ceiling is way higher than Justin Fields. My only concern is if someone like Chris Canny tackles Bryce Young, that's a concern. But beyond that, I think he has a chance to be a great player. I think Justin Fields has a chance to be a good player. Those negative plays, though, do concern me. And I think I can get a first-round pick for Justin Fields. So I'm going to take Bryce Young. I'm going to reset the quarterback clock. We just talked about that, that rookie quarterback clock. It's hugely consequential. When we're talking about $50 million or more, and now we can push that out four more years, and now we can recap cap space, and a draft choice. I think for the totality of the situation, the Bears are better off with Young and trading fields. 
Former NFL general manager Mike Tannenbaum there on Get Up. Tannenbaum's the first person that I heard that perspective from. Like, this is a repeat of what he had to say several weeks ago uh, when the conversation began. And this was before, you know, obviously before the playoffs had concluded and before the Super Bowl had taken place. He's the first person that I initially heard suggest that that was a path that he would consider if he was running the Bears. You hear what he has to say about resetting the cap or the contract situation. He also believes that Bryce Young is ultimately a better quarterback. Um, You know, everyone that feels very strongly about Bryce Young has also added their concern about his size, which to me is an enormous concern. But look, I, I... I don't think these are outrageous thoughts. It's not, again, I will say for the one millionth time, it's not the path that I would take. Yeah. But this isn't an outrageous or an outlandish presentation. And, and look, I, mean, I f- actually find it kind of funny to see how many people get butthurt about the, even the thought about it. To be it's, doing your job, you have to consider all of these options. Um, so I, look, again, it's not the route I would take, but. You know, as we've had this conversation a bunch the last several days, I mean, it's something that, that um, you know, that, that certainly up at Hallis Hall, they've at least, they've thought about. So we played Todd McShay the other day, say, the, say similar things to what Tannenbaum just said there. We never actually got to this, but I wanted to play it, so here's a perfect opportunity. Colin Cowherd the other day gave some reasons for why he believes the Bears should consider trading fields. He's more YouTube star. Sensational plays. But the little stuff, footwork, accuracy, I think you have to consider it. Here's four reasons. One more season of average to bad, and you'll get nothing for him. Secondly, the Bears have a defensive coach and a defensive culture, and they didn't draft him. He's not their guy. Third, Chicago probably won't have the number one pick for a while. I don't think they'll be good, but you're not going to be in this territory again. Use the opportunity And four, you had Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith, and you couldn't win games. You think Will Anderson is going to come in and turn the franchise around? That fourth point is silly, in my opinion. It it doesn't really matter. I agree. That one doesn't resonate with me at all. Look, again, the points that these guys are making are not outlandish to me. Like, the Bears the last two years are 9-25. and Not good. Justin's 24 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. Not good. His quarterback rating is like 85. Um, dynamic rushing statistics. The completion percentage is right at 60%, which I think this year at 60%, he was, I with think, 28. Working with? Well, again, we'll get yeah. to that, but you're 28 to, to 32. And when you're working with less than a lot, what you should do is you should you should be more inclined to take your layups and take your, yeah, your yeah. gimmies, which I think he made progress with on that. Look, he isn't their guy. That is true. Um, they aren't going to have, hopefully, the number one overall selection for another long period of time. That's true as well. I... I, I th- Colin talked about it longer in that clip, too, that the, and I've heard other people talk, well, the offensive line wasn't nearly as bad as we're all talking about. Like, by pro football focus standards, they were middle of the pack. And there have been other guys, whether it's Joe Burrow or it's, um, it's the kid in, in Los Angeles playing for the Chargers. Who's Herbert. Justin Herbert. Herbert. Uh, Justin Herbert. Guys that have played behind significantly worse offensive lines and had more success or looked better behind them. 
I would suggest, and, and, and Colin talks about the, the wide receivers need to be upgraded. I think the offensive line, the statistics are misleading because I think the eye test would tell you that, yes, there were times where Justin held onto the ball too long or should have you, you know, avoided the sack in certain ways. I think the line was worse than their stats show I, I from agree. my perspective. I would agree, and I think most Bears fans who watch this this team every snap would probably agree with I that. I think, what was it? He was sacked 57 or 58 times, and they only sacked 20 yeah, they had quarterbacks. That, there was the a absurd. minus 37 or minus 38 and quarterback. Believe, we said the first team to ever do that, right? Like, I at think least so. Like, at least if not, they were the first team to do it in 20-something years. The differential was ridiculous. I think the group around him was worse than Colin actually is acknowledging. The other thing to me is, again, if you had Trevor Lawrence coming into this draft, even, you know, I, I don't know that I'm as high on Caleb Williams that everyone else is. The, the, yes, the, next year's star next year's quarterback, quarterback at, at USC. Um, and maybe I should be. But I don't, I don't think that any of the three guys or four with you, including Anthony Richardson from Florida, they're not a better option, in my opinion, than Justin. If you had a better option, then Collins, Collins' presentation makes more sense. Mike Tannenbaum's presentation makes more sense Todd to me. Todd McShay's. Todd McShay's. Yeah. I just have more, I have more faith in who Justin is than the three other guys or four other guys that would be available in this year's draft. So, nope. and, and the other thing, too, Jeff, is, mm-hmm. is look, you've got time. J- Collins right as well. If he has another season where you don't see significant progress, he's not going to be as valuable as a trade commodity. But at that point, you're also... You have time between now and when you have to make that huge commitment to pick up his fifth year. So I think you have the luxury... A, I think he's better than the three options that are coming out in the draft this year. B, you have the luxury of watching him try and develop with better talent around him before you have to make a long-term decision. So there's no rush to move off of him. And I will say, though, the caveat is if the people that are making the decisions up at Hallis Hall feel the way that Colin does and feel the way that Todd McShay does and the way that Mike Tannenbaum feels, then you have to make that decision. Agreed. The one one last point I will make is... It's easy to say if you're Mike Tannenbaum or you're Todd McShay or Colin Cowherd, hey, I, you strongly need to consider this. But when you also acknowledge the size and frame of Bryce Young, I ask the real question, if you were in Ryan Poles' position, would you be able to pull the trigger on a quarterback with that slight frame if you, if you knew that in all likelihood that's going to determine the future of your job? I'm not so sure someone like Mike, Mike Tannenbaum would – easily pull the trigger as much as he's alluding to when he's on national television it's a good question you know, that, because let's be honest like all the points that they laid out are true but then all the counterpoints that you have given make it much more difficult when your job's on the line Look, i would also suggest to you that you know we've seen a scenario unfold in front of us with the philadelphia eagles and jalen hurts both of us thought that jalen hurts really struggled in 2021 and i didn't see the improvement coming in the in the way in which it did Obviously, the Philadelphia Eagles are several years in front of them with regard to the build of their franchise on both sides of the football. The Bears are going to have to get up to speed on that, you know, to be better on both sides of the ball. So it's not an apples to apples comparison. But to me right now, of the two choices, I'm keeping what I have and trying to get better around him, trying to develop him. And remember, last thing I'll say before we go to break, this will be the first time he will be playing in the same system in consecutive years since he was, what, a junior at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. 
So don't underestimate a little bit. the amount of success or the amount of improvement that can occur based solely on the fact that you are now familiar with the system and at least some of the components to to the puzzle here, whether it's the coach or the receivers. That's former Bears wide receiver Tom Waddle. I'm Jeff Miller in for Sylvie and Waddle. And Sylvie, up next, we celebrate the birthday of the GOATs.